0: Welcome to Pauly Malignaggi from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing
1: his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauly Malignaggi takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm putting it on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauly doesn't hold back. The two-time world champion, Pauly the. Holy Malinaji, Peter Card Brooklyn to the world we're back. Oh my god, we're, we're back. We're Feels finally terrible. back. We're finally back. I I I think some people had withdrawals. I know I was having some withdrawals. <laughs> By the way, I'm not in live studio today, folks. I'm actually in Los Angeles calling you from the W Hotel, my room. Because I'm Mr. Traveler you are and Mr. I haven't been back home. Yeah. Honestly, if I don't get back to New York soon, I'm, I'm going to forget how it looks like. What's going on with you, Pete? It's hot.
0: It's 95 uh, degrees. I'm actually miserable today.
1: What's going on, bro? you coming from a nice vacation. Yeah. Everybody at home. Peter Clause is in the Dominican Republic. I don't know if you guys were following his uh, Instagram. By the way, I'm chewing on some nuts here. Wow. He <laughs> yeah, has
2: too much information. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Peter Clause was... Uh, was uh, in uh, Dominican oh. Republic, come on, bro. You, what do you mean you feel miserable? How the bro. fuck you come back from Dominican Republic feeling miserable? Let me tell you, you were just on vacation, or as the Brits call it, on
0: holiday. I was on holiday, and
1: yeah, that place and what is.
0: The place is awesome, bro. Let me tell you something. I was mm-hmm. in the DJ booth. I was picking the songs that we wanted to hear. I had the Why club were you
1: picking the songs? I don't because understand. Because that's what
0: I do. That yeah, but why was the DJ listening to you? Because you, twenty American dollars goes a long way over there. Really? Yeah, when you go to the club the same, you know, you go to the same spot cuz you know, you don't leave the resort we're hanging out or having a good time, so you go to the same spot and the guy like gets a no you 20 American
1: dollars goes a long way around there, then I should just move there, bro. Forget about it. I'll never run out of money.
0: Well, let me tell you something, you got to be careful because this is why I'm miserable because now I'm home and I guess the water over there <laughs> my asshole is rotten and sore. <laughs> rot and
1: sore, bro.
0: <laughs> I've taken.
1: That could mean a lot of things. You better explain yourself, bro.
0: I'm gonna explain it.
1: Your asshole I mean a lot of things. I'm
0: explain it very well. You <laughs> tried some new things, <laughs> did <DR. laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. The food was great, but something must have happened because the food I've
1: obviously wasn't that great. If your asshole was rot and sore.
0: Well, maybe it was the water. I don't know, but I fucking I've shit like. 14 times In the last Like I don't know 12 hours What do you mean You're pissing through Your asshole I'm pissing Straight through My butthole What No <laughs> no. no sort of uh, No substance At all it's Just straight what? <laughs> Liquid what is Like a water You can't
1: even Go on vacation uh, Everybody on Peter Cards Never goes on vacation yeah. Finally gets them To go Somebody finally Convents them To go on vacation And this is what Happens
0: to you. This, is what <laughs> this is why You don't leave New York Exactly in New York, I go out, I could have fun, I come home, I could shit normal. I <laughs> Today, I'm walking around with Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I threw up early, I'm like, fuck my life. Yeah, this <laughs> you is, threw up too? Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I'm sick. I to be of, honest. I'm sick as a fucking coyote right now. I'm a little nervous. I gotta be
1: my, my holiday wasn't nearly, wasn't nearly as bad as yours. I, was, I went to Marbella, I went to Sicily.
0: Yeah, tell us about I it. What's going on?
1: I came back totally normal. I told you, I think I'm fine. I'm actually, actually, after a few baths in the saltwater Mediterranean Sea, I feel even better. I feel I, I, that saltwater shit is crazy.
0: Maybe I took I a few baths in the
1: Mediterranean, up. you know, a uh, l- little bit of salt water for the kids, and boom, I come back feeling like brand new. You know what I'm saying?
0: Really? Yeah, really. Brand new, as in like, like, do you, have you like been working out? Like, what's going on?
1: Brand new, as in. I heard Manny Pacquiao talk about how salt water is so great. So right. I decided to go into the Mediterranean Sea. I'm in Marbella. I'm in Sicily. I mean, the Mediterranean is a great body of water for anybody that's been there. If you haven't tried, go there. And I thought swimming in it. And I said, you know what? This, this salt water shit really is something else, bro. The next thing I know, they're, all, they're saying, you know what? You should close out your career in Italy with a fight in Italy. Before I know it, I said, you know what? Due to the salt water baths, I feel good. <laughs> wow. I'm going to take a fight. I'm gonna take a fight.
0: Are you so, serious?
1: I took a fight on September 26th in Milan. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's a chance to fight in front of my my home country, which uh, I've never gotten to fight uh, in front of my country of my parents and my grandparents and whatnot in Italy. So it's an opportunity that I've always wanted, but you know, budgeting budgeting stuff always uh, never allowed it. Now that we're a little, little little bit of a losing streak, you know, we can uh, we can afford to maybe take a smaller fight in Italy. And everything will be okay, you know. Just for just for the simple pleasure of fighting in Italy, you know.
0: We're really but, doing it, though, aren't we, Harry?
1: We're really doing it, though, aren't we, Harry? Right? It's just like Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> like they said in Dumb and Dumber. But in reality, it's that I tell you that salt water. I jumped in the water, and boom, just like that, I instantly felt gratified, instantly, instantly. It, it was something 26th. Else. Yeah, the twenty-sixth of September. Thank the salt water, folks. Thanks to the salt water, mir- the miracles of salt water continue. The miracles of salt water continue, and I'm going to fight.
2: You should open up some salt water baths when you come back. You know, you're the entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. I wanted to take some with me on the on the plane, on the carry-on, but unfortunately they don't let you carry on liquid on right. the plane. Damn so I had to leave the salt water behind, because I intended to take some of the salt water from the Mediterranean back, and I couldn't check it. You know, you don't want to check it, because then it could contaminate it when it goes through the back. So you want to take that ca- that kind of shit on carry-on with you, you know? And unfortunately... They don't let you they don't let you take any carry on bath water back with you.
0: I need water, a salt water, water, water animal right now.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, boom. maybe maybe the salt water can help you, Pete. Yeah. Maybe maybe you didn't do enough of the salt water, that's the problem with no, you.
0: You don't really you know I really don't do the beach thing.
1: Yeah. Did you do the beach thing down there?
0: I was there for like ten minutes and then we went to the pool. The pool was the best. The what the hell? Team. Was it a salt water pool, at least? No, no, no. But they had a come bar. On, the pool. Had a bar. To, come on, bro. I went. Come on. They had a bar in the pool. I made friends with people from Chicago, from Boston, from Australia. I, 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 was- I hear you,
1: bro. I, I totally hear you, and that's, that's, that's great. But how does the pool not have salt water? Like, if you're by the beach, the pool should have salt water. That's your whole problem. That's why probably why you're sick. Yeah. I went no. to the Ocean Club party, at, at Marbella. The pool had salt water in it. The pool it there was a salt water pool that's mint now he's a mint i feel great wow i feel great I gotta be honest with you bro
0: Maybe they, they i they, be they, so sick
1: you gotta you gotta you gotta tell them and over in the yard, you gotta tell them to step their game up cuz <laughs> i don't tell everybody to step their game up we don't do the dope chlorine thing anymore if you're at if you're that close to a nice body of water like the caribbean which you were you gotta do the salt water thing that's it very I, simple
0: yeah man i definitely need some salt water in my life right now
1: yeah <laughs> Aside from pissing through your asshole, I mean, tell us about the vacation. I mean, was everybody happy? Would you go down there with...
0: It was great. Me, my girl, my sister, my boyfriend Jay, Uh and he's Puerto Rican, so he was like, you know, my Spanish is is all right. I was able to get by, but he speaks it well, so Mm -hmm. he was having a translator. It was awesome. Food was great. We ate at like a hibachi place Mm -hmm. uh, one night. You know, they had like a French place one night You had mm-hmm. to like make reservations It was it was really popping over there We took one yeah. day We took one day to go to uh, the Hard Rock Which, the Hard Rock, it's really, really nice uh, But you feel like you could be anywhere You feel like you're in Vegas You don't feel like you're in DR So I just gambled my freaking dick in Did you at least win, bro? I was winning Winning You were winning I was winning
1: And, I, and instead of instead of walking away, what would you do?
0: I just kept playing
1: You kept playing And what happened?
0: And then you lose Like the story Of doing? my life
1: Come on bro I was bro. playing
0: Let it ride Remember the game When we went to AC it Yeah you like, sure let it ride huh? Cause yeah, Sounds like it you ride definitely ride like a, Let it ride I let it ride Like a fucking I let the wheels ride off Oh jeez <laughs> Honestly bro I let it ride somebody, All the way
2: Can you, to you the guys over In the
1: twitter world um, make, Pete, make Peter Claude Understand that he's not As much of a locksmith as he thinks he is I And mean, even, now, you're, now you're playing Let it ride at the casino You're winning And you're not walking away
0: Yeah no Blackjack I was playing blackjack at It was fun Even when I was losing It was fun because just my My antics My yelling and Screaming in the casino What
1: did what the What did the Dominicans Think of all this I don't understand
0: I had them cracking up You know what You know what I noticed I don't, I don't like to make fun Of people but I notice in DR like <laughs> you know <laughs> even people like in their 40s Oh no,
1: no no no, no not you, no. not you,
0: not at all. Not at all. Look, I notice people in their 40s like just get braces like I wonder if it's like a new like invention over there. People in
1: their 40s get braces in
0: DR? Yeah, it's like like maybe they didn't hear about it for like however many what do you mean, years. Like maybe braces. like
1: maybe they didn't uh maybe they didn't Maybe it's like a new thing down there? Yeah. Like they can like, straighten I, their teeth before they couldn't?
0: Yeah, like everybody everybody had braces, and they were all like in their
2: 40s. You guys watch Donovan on Showtime? Uh, Katie Holmes, her character, she has braces on the show. Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, I don't watch uh, Donovan. Donovan's in a great show. I it's heard, also yeah. on Pauly's I, Home Showtime. I know, I heard. I heard. Yeah,
1: no, I hear, I hear great things about Ray Donovan, but unfortunately, good I things. can barely keep up with anything I want to watch on TV. Yeah, good exactly. things, good
2: things. Yeah,
1: Good things is right.
2: Hey, I know how uh, Pete can make his money back.
1: How? Draft Don't Kings. give him any ideas, Seth, please. DraftKings. Draft come draft on. DraftKings, boom. Draft Thursday Kings, night P-A-U. is opening
0: night for the NFL.
1: P-A-U-L-I-E-M. Guys, you got to try my freaking promo code. It'll save you some money. P-A-U-L-I-E-M. Go to DraftKings. Throw in some bombs under the P-A-U-L-I-E-M promo code. And watch yourself. Watch your winnings take off. Let's or at draft. least attempt to. I can't, I, can't promise. I can't promise you you'll win, but you'll at least get a break if you use my promo code. So try it out.
0: Thursday night is opening night. You got the Patriots versus Steelers. Now, let's be a high-scoring game. So, I think. So, what's going on with Brady? Brady's playing, isn't he's he? he? He's playing. He's, he's seven. Th- he's
2: seventy-seven hundred dollars on DraftKings. <sighs> yeah. To, I can't believe they let next. that
1: guy. I can't believe they let that guy play. They didn't give him one day. So His one game suspension. I can't believe they revoked everything.
2: Yeah. Okay, NFL do not really have the proof they needed. They're they, they yeah. trying to strong What do you them?
1: mean you don't have the proof they needed? And with Spygate, you don't have the proof they needed. With the deflated Bulls, you don't even have the proof they needed. What's going on over here, bro? Is there, like, a, somebody on the Patriots organization on the end with the NFL? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Was, how is there never enough poop, but they always get caught?
2: Those guys got fired. The two guys, the equipment manager, right? A couple of guys. Yeah, like
1: yeah. Use them as a scapegoat. Yeah, because well, it was the equipment. Because I'm sure the, the, the front office had nothing to do with it. The, the, it was the equipment managers <laughs> that, that had anything to do with it. Yeah. Help you Tom know, get... The poor bastards who have to actually fill the air up. They're probably taking the orders from the bosses about how to fill them up. They get fired. Imagine. And and then they they can use scapegoats—the guys who may make, make a minimum wage Fill up footballs Whatever.
2: <laughs> I hope they have some yeah, nice Swiss on. bank account waiting for them or something.
1: Come on, bro. Come on, bullshit. That's why. That's why. That's why I just can't watch NFL like I used to, bro. One of the many reasons. Oh, you
2: got your Giants at Dallas on Sunday. That's a tough one. Paying yeah. at seventy-four hundred. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put my team together. Yeah. We got Aaron Rodgers at Chicago. Chicago's defense has been terrible the last couple of years. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a far cry from the, bear, the, the bad, bad defense that they used to have, huh?
2: Richard yeah. Dent, remember that it was Super Bowl, that whole year, they gave up like 10 points the whole yeah, season. Exactly.
1: Yeah, even the last time they won a the Super Bowl, like eight, eight years ago, they used to not score any points, but they at least they defended.
2: Right. Yeah, Rex Grossman quarterback, and he made the Super Bowl. You know you have a good defense then. Wow.
0: Yeah, that guy was brutal. Hey, he's Jewishly leave alone. <laughs> what are we going <laughs> to do? <laughs> Between him and Kyle Orton, they couldn't, they couldn't convert one first down. Every game was 9-3.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, the, on, the old though was like 20, and they'd still
0: go under. <laughs> they, they were still unders, no matter what.
1: Well, just to finish hey, yo, up Can I dra- talk about my own vacation? I mean, you got to talk about your vacation. Hey, let's can I talk a-
2: about my vacation? Hey, let's just finish up real quick about DraftKings. just want to say that since you drafted your fantasy team and you probably screwed up your draft, DraftKings is a new draft every week. You dra- it's a new game every week you play. So it's really great. I enjoyed it last year. We'll be talking about it as the season goes on. Use the code. If you never played before, use the promo code PaulieM. P-A-U-L-I-E-M, and play DraftKings at DraftKings.com. Get the app. The app is awesome, too. It's right on my phone. It's so easy to do. You can make a team, like, right when you're in the toilet. It's great.
0: Absolutely. Right in the and toilet. Pete, Pete's going to be in the toilet a lot in the next yeah. couple of days. So I'm, I'm going to lose. Yeah. I'm going to use all my money on the toilet with DraftKings. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Boom. And now I want to hear about that vacation because I want to live vicariously through you like the rest of our listeners because I haven't, I don't know when I'm going to get to Marbella. I can't even afford to go to Trenton right now.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Here's the thing about Marbella. It's like a party central, but no Americans know about it. Every time I told everybody in America that I was going to Marbella, they were like, huh? Ibiza? Huh? Yeah. Eh? Right. Eh? No, <laughs> Marbella. There's another place in Spain. It's called Marbella. <laughs> anyway, it's party central. A lot of Brits. A lot of a lot of people from all over Europe, but mainly Brits. I, I, honestly, I felt like I was in like a colony of England when I was there because, I mean, they do speak Spanish, but... The main language is obviously Spanish, but a lot, so many people from England go vacation there and hang out there and even have moved there that uh, I felt right at home. You know, It was pretty uh
0: That's awesome. Pretty cool.
1: Lots of parties. There's a big strip with restaurants and, st- and whatnot and, and bars and stuff, and there's clubs. Really cool. Small town, so you can't really get lost. Uh, it's right on the beach, which is always dope. Um, it was a really, really, really good, really good atmosphere. There was, it was a good gym close man. by. It was, yeah, it was a gym close by. They actually they're actually created up. Uh, Matt Macklin and his team have created a sort of a training camp for boxers there and a lot of boxers now starting to train there it's called uh uh macklin's gym Marbella m g m and uh it's a nice state of the art facility gym they have sauna room masseuses, everything there and you obviously there's there's mountains you can run up if you need mountains to run, you can run on the beach i mean this place is actually great as far as uh training if you can stay away from the parties. Much like Vegas, I guess, where you know guys a lot of guys train there but if you can stay away from the parties it's only good if you can stay away from the parties. So, you know, if you can it's a great place to vacation but it's also a great place to hang out and then and, and party. Uh and also also just uh to train if you need uh, to go for a training camp. And I I'm starting to see more and more fighters ahead there. And actually I think I'm gonna finish up my camp uh for my Italy fight in Marbella probably the last week I'm gonna head out there. Because uh, before that, I'm actually just going to be pretty much training on the road. I'm going right now. I'm in L.A. I just came from Corpus Christi. I'm going to Las Vegas tomorrow. Then after that, I'm going to Pittsburgh for another Fox Sports 1 show. Wow. And then after that, I'm just going to fly right to Marbella and finish out camp there for the final week and just uh, try to tidy things up and sharpen things up. I'm not fighting a world beat or anything. You know, this is more of a Italy get-to-see-me-fight-live type of fight, you know? Um I I think they just got the opponent I forget his name he's some guy he's from Europe obviously but um so you know it's a it's a good spot but the Marbe- getting back on the point of Marbella it's a good spot it's a great spot. And the Spanish is a little bit different though I got to be honest. They they give a lot of TH sounds instead of the s. So. Right. Like they get uh, And also what I noticed at the end of every sentence they say vale which is like totally blew me away at the end of the day I was like what's vale? Like why do you guys say vale every time? Huh. I guess it means like okay. Really? So, anybody who speaks fluent Spanish, if you go to Marbella, you start hearing "vale" at the end of all the, all the, all the sentences. It's just like their terminology. Like, okay, like, all right, everything's good. Yeah, okay, vale. You know, or vale. Know. Yeah. So, hey, Paul, I started by the end of the, my trip. I was using "vale" too because I wanted to blend in. You know, right. um, who, who the who the fuck am I not to blend in? You know what I mean? Like, why should I not blend in? You know, so sure. so I started uh. You know, after a few days, I was fluently using the word vale as well. I don't know if I was using it in the right context at times. You know, I would just give a sentence in Spanish and then just say vale, you know. talk it, vale. Yeah, vale, you know, so it was pretty cool.
0: Hey,
2: Paulie, I oh. heard that some of the most beautiful women in the world are in Spain. Is that, is, did you find bro, that to be true?
1: Beautiful women? You, know, you didn't just have Spaniards there. Like I said, bro, there's, play, there's people from all over Europe that were, were at this place, bro. All over Europe, beautiful girls from all over the continent. So it wasn't just Spaniards. It was beautiful, beautiful women, great parties. It was a good party it was a good it was a good time and then I had the opposite effect when I flew over to Sicily I went to see my family I got to chill out a little bit see friends and family I stayed at my friend's BNB, b Centro b storico everybody check it out bmb dot com i think is the website I'm going to give it to you guys actually right now uh but I stayed over at his uh at his b in uh, in central siracusa and uh siracusa as you guys know is uh so if you guys didn't know. It's a city in Italy where I'm from, and uh, it's uh, you know I, I was uh, my mom's li- raised there. My grandparents decided to raise there. My father's from a nearby town called uh, called uh, Palazzolo. But anyway, I, sp- I spent the time I was there in um, in uh, Siracusa. I had a great time. Uh, also on the beach. Also did did my Mediterranean baths because you know again I I had to stick with the uh, with the saltwater baths thing. You know, uh, being that it was working so well on Marbella, Absolutely. I had to stick with the saltwater baths, and I I, st- I kept it with. Uh, I kept it up in uh, in uh, in Sicily as well, and uh, honestly, I I'll be honest, I don't want to leave, man. I don't want to leave. I mean, I, I didn't party like I did in Marbella, but it was still it was cool. It went out, you know, you hang out or you every day. Every day in Sicily is like a hangout, bro. You just do whatever you want. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like how was Gico? Uh Chicho was good. Chicho's my cousin. He's he's always good. He's th- he's always throwing bombs. You know, he's like the lock. He's like your version of your, of you locksmith, but in Sicily, you know. So he he throws in his bombs and uh, rarely wins them as usual but you know he's doing great uh he actually took us he took me and anthony my manager uh he took us to shaka which is the other side of sicily one day he future drove us because anthony wanted to see his family he's on the other opposite side of the island and Chicho drove us there it was a few hours drive but uh yeah it was also a great town too it's not it's not as tactic as, as Siracusa, uh, quiet but right on the beach it was really really nice it was really really nice
0: and my father's close to there
1: yeah, you your the town, Nato. Uh, I saw the signs for it when I, uh, when I was driving, when we were driving over to Shaka. I saw the signs for Nato. And, uh, it was, it's probably about 30, 40 kilometers away. So not bad at all. But the place I stayed at, it's Salvo's, Salvo's uh, um, bed and breakfast. It's called B-E-B-D-E-L Centro Storico Ortigia. It. Oh, it's all Italian. I don't know if you guys are going to get it, but it's B-E-B-D-E-L-C-E-N-T-R-O S-T-O-R-I-C-O-O-R-T-I-G-I-A dot it. Now, that's a long-ass word. But anyway, in Italian, it's uh, basically uh, the bed and breakfast of this, of central Siracusa or whatnot. So uh, guys, check it out. If you guys go on vacation in Siracusa, check it's out beautiful. that spot. It's, uh, it's hot. It's beautiful. It's in the center of everything. And honestly, Sicily—I'll be honest with people out there. and Sicily, is only great in the summer. Like, if you go to Sicily in the winter, you'll probably want to hang yourself. Because for me, I've been there in the winter, and it's kind of boring. But in the summer, when you got the beaches, and honestly, it's summer like five months out of the year. You got the beaches. You got parties over there. You can hang out. You can chill. Awesome. I obviously got a more. Yeah, you got restaurants, great food, which is really hard because once I actually decided I was going to fight, the last few days I was there. I was like, man, I got to watch my food, which is really, really difficult, and that's the uh, that's the problem. But this fight, I'm going to fight it at 151 pounds, so it's not going to be too crazy uh, as far as making the weight. I mean, it'll still be hectic, but because I've I was eating so much in Europe, but but I'll uh, it's definitely uh, makes it a lot easier. Those last few pounds are always the most difficult to get off, so it'll, it'll be nice not to have to lose them at least, you know, at least for this fight.
2: Is there any way we can watch you know? the fight from this from over here?
1: Um, no, I'm going to have uh, maybe I'll have Pete uh We'll have Pete
0: it on his iPhone <laughs> <laughs> Or, or Nicky
1: or, or, or maybe we'll periscope, Are periscope, we periscope? What's this periscope shit? Can, I, can anybody tell me what this periscope shit is? Well, you I know did, me I'm I not totally a, technologically I did a small
0: man. I did a little periscope When when we were at the press conference With you and Danny When you were doing your one-on-ones At the table so, um, Is it live? It's live, yeah I think I think what we'll do is Maybe we'll have Nikki, uh With my phone We'll have Nikki periscope some stuff
1: Yeah? Can you use periscope like the whole fight? Uh, yeah Yeah, we can do
0: that. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that. So little Nikki's coming with us. Our, um, our boy Nikki's gonna make the trip with us to Milan. The kid that was here with us. Yeah, and once
2: once you Periscope, it also lives for twenty four hours on your Twitter. Right. So what do we know? What do we
1: know? Twenty four hours. Why doesn't it
2: just stay there? I don't know. I think there's a way it can stay there,
0: but from now, I think. Yeah, this is. I record my fight. I want to watch
1: it like later. I don't want to watch it twenty four hours.
0: We're all uh, we're all new to the Periscope world. Periscope's what about actually new to its own world. So uh, What
1: about this? What about this though? What about this? Can we periscope it and then take it off Periscope and like keep the copy? Or are we actually gonna lose the video recording in twenty four hours?
0: I'm gonna have to uh, transfer which you to Periscope um,
1: Which defeats the purpose of recording it. I mean don't,
0: you don't might you, record like, it twice your
1: copies of your fight?
0: You know, two guys doing it, one recording video and one doing periscope. Yeah, I'm going to have to transfer you to your tech support, Periscope. Please hold. Please hold. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Seriously, no, guys. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking around over here, no. So, <laughs> Periscope, Periscope, correct me if I'm wrong here. Periscope is only 24 hours?
0: That's what set us. so I didn't even know that. Yeah,
2: if you. What kind you did, of dumb shit is it? Who, who, who invents some dumb shit like that? Why would it be 24 hours? What if you want to keep what you're recording? I'm, I'm going on there now. I'm going to see if I can check check the settings.
0: The settings. I mean, settings.
1: we already got Snapchat if we want to lose what we recorded. You know what I mean? Well, no, Snapchat,
0: need we you can actually save them. So, eh, and. You can save them, yeah. And Snapchat's like for 10 seconds, isn't it, or something? Well, you could do a little longer than that, but. Yeah, but then you could save, like, your, your. It's called a story. Bro,
1: honestly, bro, I'm getting old, bro. This technology, I cannot keep up with it at all
0: though. You're an old Come fucking on. bag of shit.
1: No no I w I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> wouldn't go that far. No, no,
2: no. You little, oh, little, little I out of actually, line You would have
0: you would have really been on a rant, bro. I'm gonna tell you, we have an F N L and I'll what? tell you it, it didn't What's an FNL?
1: It, FNL it, means first and last for everybody that doesn't get it. Me and Peter's a language FNL. you guys heard my post fight have you guys heard my post fight interview when I fought Love and Randall in the rematch about the uh Braids When I did it With Wally Matthews When I got out of the ring For a Versus network It was called back then Uh, I said this is definitely An FNL Which was the Braids I meant first and last But go ahead So what's uh, what's an FNL
0: Spirit Airlines What happened? The worst (laughs) Worst in Alitalia Bro Let me tell you something You know how, like, you you get these all-inclusives You know, my brother-in-law booked it And he was like, bro, we got a great deal You know, blah, blah, blah I'm like, "All right, sounds like, you know, sounds like a great deal Let's do it I'm gonna
1: get on this conversation, too Because I was always a sucks-ass myself So,
0: you know, after all this anticipation Oh, we're so excited to get there Blah, 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 blah blah. We get to the airport We throw our bags on Now, mind you, me and Alyssa Just one check-in bag And I had one little duffel for her shoes And my, you know, whatever this one bag, it ended up averaging out to, with for four of us, it was two bags, uh, check-in, like $360. So it was basically like $90 a person for a bag. Wait,
1: wait, wait. So you guys had $90 a person for a bag? So you each check one bag?
0: Yeah. So it was like, it came out to $360. Wow. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's why the flights are so cheap. And then you get on, there's no TV... You don't get... Do you, they don't even give you a bottle of water. You got to pay for that, too. <laughs> no. I you got to pay for a bottle of water? Everything. You have to pay for everything. Literally. There's nothing...
1: What if you wanted distilled water, which is what I'm drinking right now. i making weight. <laughs> yeah, right. What if you wanted distilled water? Do you get a break for distilled water, at uh, least?
0: They tell you, go to the toilet. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the worst. And then the seat doesn't recline, and if they... They say it does, but it doesn't. Then we, on the transfer, because we stopped at Fort Lauderdale, and the next plane, we get on, and they're like, I'm like, where's the button for the recline? The lady's like, oh, no, this one doesn't have one. I said, I'm sorry, this seat doesn't recline? She goes, well... This is a new design It's it's pre-reclined I'm like Yeah go sell that To somebody else I'm not buying it lady like,
1: Yeah is, tell a lady I used, to, I used to sell you His cars Don't, yeah,
0: don't this <laughs> is, I heard them all Don't tell me that full of shit lady <laughs> It was ridiculous The worst airline ever
1: so everybody out there Don't use Spirit
0: Airlines Spirit Airlines sucks And there, then There goes another sponsor Yeah, fuck them fuck Believe them, me They're not sponsoring like They don't even spend money To recline chairs Am I going to sponsor They're going to money To respond to our show They're so greedy They charge you For a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> Then they have the people At like the cubicle while, you, while you're walking Through the airport Yeah, I'm like Let's go get a beer We gotta lay over and the guy and the girl are like, hey, guys. They don't know that we're flying spirit. They're like, hey, guys, come over. Spirit is offering. I'm like, whatever spirit is offering is not for me, sweetheart. You got the wrong <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother Lord Jay wanted to smash the guy all over the place. He's like, spirit. You kidding me? Wow. The well, worst.
1: You live and you learn. Because me, I took Alitalia, which Alitalia has played the games with the uh, to check bags and stuff before with me i've also gotten stuff stolen in alitalia uh, last time i went to italy before this i had a, a pair of fendi shoes robbed out of my bag when i checked out of my checked bag so i had already decided i was never going to fly alitalia again but in the spirit of flying home with my grandparents who were who were on vacation in italy and were coming home the same day i said you know what i booked my return with alitalia These people fly you, and I'm in first class, mind you. I'm not in coach. I'm flying in first class, mind you. These people treat you like they're doing you a favor. Like, you didn't get hit over the head paying for a first-class seat. They treat you like you're, they're doing you a favor. Everything you ask for is a, is a problem. Uh, this time, luckily, they didn't lose anything on my bags or anything. But what I did was, to prevent everything, this time when, you get to, when I get to the airport, I have them wrap, saran wrap my whole bag. I don't, I don't know if they call it saran wrap in England for all the U.K. listeners, but it's basically the plastic. Shrink
0: wrap.
1: I had them, I had them wrap my bag in plastic. So that nobody could get into it unless it was the security people, because this time I wasn't getting my shit robbed. I bought a bunch of stuff in Italy, as far as uh, like uh, brand name clothes and stuff like that, stuff that I I won't find here, shoes and whatnot.
2: In a uh, re- studio?
1: Really cool stuff. Some really cool stuff. Uh, I won- I wanted to say the name brands because you know we- they're not paying us to <laughs> to uh huh. say their names on our show. But regardless, some really cool stuff. So I didn't want to get it robbed because last time I got some stuff robbed, so I had it wrapped up and whatnot. Mind you, though, you notice when I don't know for any of you that flew for fly first class. When you fly first class, your bags come out first. Like they, they load them into the plane in a way where when you they come out onto the uh, carousel when you're picking up your bags in the baggage claim, the first class bags come out first. That's the way they get loaded. You know they get loaded up into the plane that way. They're the first ones out, or one, or at least among the first ones out. In Italy, they're allergic to work. I, I can say this; they're my own people, so I can make fun of my own people they're allergic to work like if, if, if they're here work somewhere they're work in the, they walking the opposite way alright so in Italy when you check your bags, unfortunately I found out this time in first class they just throw your bags in the plane however which way they get them they don't make a concerted effort to give you well let's put the first class bags in a way where when they get to JFK in New York they'll be the first ones out you know let's load them to where they're on the they're the first ones you see when you open the plane you know what I'm saying to where we load them right onto the carousel no no god forbid they do that like every other airline does I get to JFK, bro. I didn't get out of JFK for two and a half hours. (laughs) Two and a half hours? It took me two and a half hours to get out of John F. Kennedy Airport when I got to New York, guys. Just to wait for my bags. That's ridiculous. Okay? And I landed at 6 o'clock, so I didn't get out of of JFK until 8.30. I had the flight the next morning leaving for Texas at 10 o'clock in the morning out of LaGuardia. So I literally had to flip it and turn everything around right away. I had to get home, unpack, repack, do everything. And in the morning, barely slept and in the morning, had to, had to get to JFK in a timely fashion to check in and, and, and get on my flight to Texas. Now, mind you, I wasn't just flying to Texas. I'm on the road for, for, for 11 days straight from the 4th to the 15th. I'm on the road for work. So it wasn't like I had to unpack and repack and then repack just for a couple of days. I had to repack for 10 11 days. So, again, the, the inconsistency the, of, of, of the fact that Alitalia cost me two and a half hours in JFK had me with my balls twisted, I got to be honest with you. So, yeah, as much as spirits sucked for you, Pete, mm-hmm. Alitalia sucked for me. It's funny that they reminded me about why I don't use them, why I'm sick of using them. I used them all throughout when I was younger. The last time my brother went to, went to Sicily, I actually told him, I was like, yo, you're better off flying Lufthansa. Lufthansa is the shit, and, I, and honestly, I know they don't pay us either, but I'm going to mention them because they were great. Lufthansa, my brother flew Lufthansa to, to Munich, and then Munich to Catania because that's where we all land, in Catania. When we fly out Italia, we go to Rome, and then from Rome we go to Catania. Catania is the city, clo- is the airport closest to where I got to, the, the section of Sicily where I go to. So we always got to connect What about Rome for the fight?
0: Either.
1: For the fight... Yeah, that's gonna be. A, I gotta figure out something for the fight. I mean, I, I mean, maybe Mala got Milan as Delta. I don't know. I don't know what we gotta do, bro. Anything to just not give out Italian money, dude. I mean, bro, with they talking? it's just it's a pain in the ass, bro. They don't wanna work. They'll steal your shit. Like you gotta worry about whatever you doesn't fit into your into your uh, your carry on bag. You might not find it. You know, didn't they steal your phone too, bro? Yeah. When you went there, didn't you get your phone robbed?
0: Yes. When well, I went to see my father. He that's annoying. Him.
1: Yeah. This kid. Who, first of all, you who checks their phone? Yeah, who well. puts their phone in the check bag? That was another one. That's a genius idea. But <laughs> that besides done. that, besides that, you got your phone robbed over
0: there. Yep. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm sick of it, dude. I'm sick of it. I don't know. Uh, but we gotta obviously fly to Milan from Malaga. Uh, you gotta fly from to Milan from New York. You're coming from New York. Right, I, 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 a, could put you, I could put Denmark? you on a Delta flight too. I could put, I could just put you on Delta or something, even uh, American Airlines or whatnot. Although they suck too. Probably Delta's better you know so and that's that that's my little rant for uh, that's me and Pete's rant for the the airlines today how
0: Um, about
2: about how about Magic Man Airlines yeah Magic Man Airlines yeah
1: Yeah. I don't know that's a bit too extreme for me (laughs) I gotta be honest (laughs) I'm not I don't really I don't really do the airline thing you know what I mean
0: he, yeah. w- he would lose money because he wouldn't charge anybody any overages. <laughs> he, yeah. He wouldn't charge anybody for how how much your bag weighed. <laughs> yeah. He would be able to bring as many bags as you. It would be the best airline in the world, but probably not the most lucrative.
1: Yeah, yeah, not, definitely not. But, yo, speaking of uh, things that make money, speaking of money in general, you know, when I was in Marbella, there was this port with all people's yachts. All right. There was these yachts, bro, that was sick. Like, they reminded me of the Wolf of Wall Street guy. Oh, You know, man. when he had the yacht. I was looking at them, and the guys told me, that it was some guys over from over there we were hanging out with, and they were like, these yachts actually never leave. Like, people just hang out in them, Like, the owners just throw parties on them on the weekends, you know, or certain nights of the week, and they just invite people onto the yacht. You know, they have the crew, they serve you and whatnot. But we, they said, we actually never see them actually leave. I said, bro, that's got to be my next thing. I got to get a yacht. Because what they you know, what I would do, I would live on my yacht. I would just tour the med. I would call me young Mediterranean, like uh, like Jay Z said in that song, <laughs> "Call me young Mediterranean." But I would go from Marbella to Saint Tropez to Sardinia to Sicily and back to Marbella, all over. I would just live on the, in the Mediterranean all year round. That's what I would do. I hear. You. That's okay. what I would do. I would live on my on my yacht because my yacht would have like three bedrooms. It would be like a house. You
0: know the what I'm they saying? They all
1: are. No, no, some yachts <laughs> are smaller than others
0: yeah. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a boat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was saying, I mean, granted this is like even beyond my means of of uh, money. But if I ever get there, if we ever if I ever do get there, you know how we all strive to achieve what we don't have? Like that's my next thing. We're just gonna live in the Mediterranean.
2: You'd miss Brooklyn too much, man.
1: Well I'd come to Brooklyn in the summer. All
2: right.
1: I'd come to Brooklyn in the summer. But in the Med well bro, bro, you imagine living in the Mediterranean? Like you go from a Bay to San Tropez to Sardinia to Sicily. It's not like you're it's not like you're uh, you, it's not like going to get you're staying in the same spot, you know? And then you're at sea in the Mediterranean, which is beautiful, It's actually clear.
0: Yeah, but I get a little scared with stuff like that, you know me.
1: What, you get a little scared? Yeah. With the yacht? Hit,
0: what if you hit, like, an iceberg?
1: An iceberg in the Mediterranean? Yeah. <laughs> what slow?
0: <laughs> like, well, like Titanic. The
1: Medi- where are you going to get icebergs in the Mediterranean, bro? Oh, it's got to be freezing for an
2: iceberg to, to form, first of all. What about the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, what about, like... Um, Come on, guys. Big giant squid. Yeah, Come on, guys. Like, I'm uh,
1: talking about yachts in the Mediterranean. You guys are coming out with fucking Loch Ness monsters and giant squids and icebergs. I'm, I'm, I'm serious over here. What I'm
0: about serious. Orca? You guys are
1: retarded, honestly. <laughs> you, guys are really, uh, you, guys you guys are really, you guys are above and beyond. You guys are really pissing on my dream over here. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I gotta be honest with you.
0: Remember when Orca had the one eye out and was like, oh, I got you, motherfucker.
1: I hate you. I hate you. <clears throat> You're talking about Spirit Airlines flying with Spirit I'm talking about yachts in the Mediterranean, and you're making fun of my yacht in the Mediterranean.
2: <laughs> Dang, you I heard me? a bell.
1: Yeah, go fight Spirit Airlines at the Oregon so you can shit your brains out when you come back. <laughs> I know. Hey, let's, let's pick that over the yacht in the Mediterranean.
0: Oh, man. Come on. My butthole hurts.
1: I, I assure you, the food we'll serve on my yacht, you won't shit your brains out. Oh, I promise. That's a fact. Yeah. I promise. Seth, you know what? We'll invite you too. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're invited too. Oh Once that's a
2: that's a be- you know that's the nicest thing I've heard all day. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you we'll very invite much. you too. I don't wanna, I don't wanna yeah, I don't wanna say too much. That's my
1: next goal. Thank you. But anyway, these guys were like honestly they look like oil guys. I mean you know, they look like they were from like the Arabic countries.
0: Oh, uh, Tycoons.
1: Yeah. So honestly like I I got like a long way to go before I get to their level. But if I could get like a like a decent sized yacht, I would do that. Honestly, yeah, I would Let's stop
0: by getting invited onto the yacht.
1: Yeah, I know, but how do, how do you how do you how introduction to the oil guys? You know what I'm saying? How do you mean what about this? I see a car down the strip and now the strip is like there's no cars in the strip at nighttime. This this strip we were at in Marbella, Bay because you now people are walking all over. You know, these cars have to like drive at like, one mile an hour. I hear this engine and it's like and it's like this car's rolling and I look I turn around and it's like the car's hot but I don't recognize, it. I'm like, What the, what is this thing? And then I look at it, it drives by me and it was Aston Martin. You know where the where the license plate was from? Where? Yes, just take a guess where the license plate was from. New York? No. I mean, that would have been something. Kuwait. The license plate was from Kuwait. This wow. Guy, this guy had a license. This guy shipped his Aston Martin from Kuwait to Marbella and was just driving it. Why not? I guess. Chilling. I mean, I, I, the thing is, if you live in Kuwait, can you, like, pimp your Aston Martin like that, though? You know? Like, what yeah. is the point of having Aston Martin in Kuwait? Because it's such a conservative country. Like, why don't you can drive... Like, like Pete, you can't drive down 86th Street like we do in Brooklyn and place your music in your hot
0: car. You know what I mean? Like, well,
1: think, think about what they do in Kuwait though. in there, Aston Martin.
0: The, yeah, it depends where. You know? The, you know?
1: The, like, the, how you going to... Uh, well, maybe that's why he was in my Marbella. Who knows? Well, yeah. Maybe that's why he, he shipped it to Bay, He probably put it on the yacht and then ship it to Marbella, and then he was just driving it over there. It was pretty hot, though. It was that's red. Meant. I think it was Vantage or whatnot.
2: F.U. money. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Yeah, DB9 or whatnot. Yeah, it was that's definitely F.U. money. So, I got to say,
0: the call was hot, though. That's awesome.
1: What about, let's talk about some boxing, guys. I mean, we didn't talk about boxing. Maris Santa Cruz, one of the best fights of the year. Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought Morris was going to win that one.
1: Yeah. I'm a big I thought, I thought, fan. I, I thought, I, I was proven wrong. I thought Morris was going to win, too. I'll be honest.
0: Tough fight. I'm a big fan. One of the Morris best fights fan. of the
1: year. Definitely a, a fight worth watching. Maybe a fight that's worth a rematch. You never know. Um, good fight. I think fight good fight, good ending, scrap. And then what about this last weekend? This last weekend had me thinking like I don't know nothing about boxing because
0: <laughs> really... <laughs> I wouldn't go I that mean, far. I just I think...
1: thought I thought Tomoki Kameda watching the fight did enough. I mean, I, I, I didn't think McDonald's jab was landing that much. I mean, yeah, it was backing up Kameda, but it wasn't landing. I mean, he was pounding most of the shots and whatever was landing was landing like on the tail end of the, the glove. So it wasn't really doing anything. I thought Kameda was picking his spots to pounce in and out very well. Uh, he was choosing to move around, left, right, center, as opposed to just come forward and try to pressure McDonald like he did in the first fight, and then just pounce, and this time he was moving left, right, center, good, good movement, and then he would pounce when he wanted to, uh, and then pick his spots well. I thought it was a good fight. Listen, I guess if you have McDonald winning, I mean, it's a close fight, but I don't know. I mean, at first glance, I really didn't think McDonald won, you know? But then I started looking at my Twitter, and all the Brits had McDonald winning, even before the decision. So it's not like, it's not like hindsight was 2020, 20, where you're saying, oh, yeah, now you say it. No. They, they were giving me tweets even during the fight. And I'm like, am I missing something here? Like, am I not watching something right? I don't know. I, I even saw Eddie Hearn um, tweet, like, anybody who thought Jamie didn't win that fight is crazy or something, something to that effect.
0: And I was like, well, it's not that uh, you're crazy. I. I... I think that's a little drastic. I, I mean,
1: mean, it's not. I don't think it's over the top that to think Kameda won the fight. I mean, I do have a... My Twitter's probably split like 70% in favor of McDonald, 30% in favor of Kameda. And it's not an American thing, really, because Kameda's not American. Right. So neither guy is American, actually. So even anybody that was tweeting about, oh, it well, was just the Americans that weren't didn't favor McDonald, has nothing to do with that because Kameda's not American either. It has to do with... Maybe it's the type of boxing style we prefer as right. opposed to that boxing style.
0: See, that's exactly it. And I think that Kameda at times, his offense, was there was no not, not enough substance there. He was making, you know, he's using the ring well, but he wasn't throwing enough. Like the middle to end rounds, mm-hmm. like he would go a minute and 20 seconds without throwing a punch, like literally a punch. And McDonald, you got to give him that credit for bringing the fight. and and trying and and, I mean you talk about effective effectiveness you know in the beginning Kameda was boxing the shit out of him and it was like the first five rounds I had at 4-1 Kameda and then it completely started to shift for me and honestly I'm the type of person I judged I I give 10-10 rounds I had two in a row I think it was 8-9 and or 9-10 and I couldn't figure out who to give the round to so I gave them both 10-10 rounds yeah. And uh, The knockdown, obviously, that's a that's a ten eight round. Mm-hmm. I ended up having it uh, one fifteen, one fourteen. McDonald. But
1: so for you, for you, the knockdown won the fight for McDonald. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was it was a competitive fight. It was a great, it was a great fight. The, the guy night. that
0: it was... scored it for your broadcast. Oh, uh, uh, Corey Erdman. Erdman. Huh. I don't know what, where he was if he left and came back.
1: Bro, I'm telling <laughs> you, we were watching it, and honestly, we didn't even think he was like crazy. Like, I mean, we thought Kermita won and all of us, uh, me, Brian Custer, Roger Hunter, we were watching and it, it wasn't like, I don't know, I got to see it on TV. Maybe on TV it looked different. But I know? could
0: also say the same thing for the, the judge that scored at 117 for, for McDonald.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I want to say like maybe on TV it looked different because live, it seemed like all the people I saw live, I was talking to live, it felt like Kermita won pretty strongly. But then again, I can't say that because all three judges were there live too. You right. know, so I can't, I can't even say, like, oh, maybe it's a different look, and when I see it on TV, maybe I'll, I'll feel differently about the fight, you know? But you know what? You know, I, uh, I, told, uh, I tweeted out to my Brits. Uh, I said, you know, hey, I, I was wrong and whatnot, and, you know, McDonald won the fight. I think it was a great scrap, honestly. It was. I think, I think McDonald and Kamea will always put on a good fight uh, fighting each other. Sometimes they just, you, you just mix two styles in together.
0: Very competitive And they
1: they blend in very well They'll compete They'll always make for a good fight
0: They both have balls um,
1: Yeah They both have character They both have balls Um, And it uh, it was a fun fight It was a fun fight to watch It's a shame that Probably not going to fight each other again because now two is two zero for uh, McDonald. So there's, they probably both move on. But I think McDonald has earned himself a lot of respect because he was probably the guy people that was on the back burner in England. You know, people talk about it in the UK they talk about Frampton and Quigg constantly. But Uganda, honestly, I mean Jamie McDonald at 118 pounds. If he moved to one to 122, if I see the Frampton or uh, Quigg, I, I'll. I'll tell you, McDonald can give as good as he takes against either. I don't know. You
0: know what I'm saying? He like, has the frame Quig, for it, too. Seems
1: Quig like and Frampton are good fighters, but McDonald is right up there with them. I mean, I honestly can't tell you who I would pick out of uh, McDonald and Quig. I mean, I might even slightly favor McDonald. I mean, honestly, like, uh, I, it's, it, these are. He's, he deserves his name in that conversation. I mean, the conversation has constantly been Quig, Frampton, Quig, Frampton. Yep. Well, you know what? I think it's easy to make now. What's easy to make now is Quig and McDonald because quig and McDonald are both with Matchroom Promotions and Eddie Hearn, so it's easy to do. Frampton is not with Matchroom, so there's always a bit of extra negotiating when you got to take a fighter that's out of the stable. But I think you can make quig and McDonald and make a tremendous fight out of it, and and it'd be a huge fight in England. And honestly, uh, you got some terrific domestic rivalries over in the UK that I think a lot of fans will get into. I think McDonald has earned himself a lot of respect and a lot of love from the UK fans, deservedly so. And I think uh, he deserves to be in those um, um, mentioned among those top UK fighters uh, ranked in the world and as uh, champion, world champion.
0: Yeah, and like I said, he has the frame for it to to move up. I yeah. feel.
1: Oh yeah, dude, McDonald's taller than me, bro. Right. He definitely has the frame to move up. There's some guys that don't have the frame to move up. We won't mention any names, but Jamie McDonald <laughs> has a frame that has really, really tall. He can move up. He can probably move up a couple yeah. weight classes. So, so he's. Um, He's definitely all good, and uh, a lot of respect to him. I hope Tomoki Kameda comes back, too. He's a character. He's a good fighter in his own right.
0: Very good fighter. Uh,
1: he's a young fighter um, uh, with a lot of hunger to be great and a lot of hunger to continue to get better. Uh, I love I love both guys in the fighter meetings. McDonald and T- Kameda, both characters in their own right, very different kind of guys, but both very entertaining to talk to. Um, so even Tomoki Kameda is a guy that I hope uh, comes back and we can watch Uh, time and again here uh, in in the States. he signed to Heyman now, so maybe we'll get him again. You know what's crazy is his brother, Daiki Kameda, who's also an ex-world champion, fought his American debut. He hadn't fought in two years. And he lost to an opponent on the undercard off TV. Wow! This kid, I don't know where they found this kid, bro. I forget his name, the kid that beat Daiki Kameda on Saturday, on Sunday. Yo, this kid could fight. This kid really could fight. Like, I'm like... Yo, where'd they find this guy? Like, he was actually, like, awkward, like, really weird. A Mexican, so he had balls, you know, like...
0: So there was another south, upset.
1: Southpaw, but, like, he had some slickness to him. But, like, it was, like, an awkward slickness. It wasn't, like, a pretty slickness. It was, like, an awkward slickness. And, I, and he had, like, a nice southpaw jab. I'm like, yo, he was driving Kameda crazy. Uh, so he beat Daiki Kameda, and Daiki Kameda, in his American debut, uh, had a big upset. So a tough day for the... For the Kameda family on Sunday, but hopefully they'll rebound because uh, they're uh, they're an entertaining group of a uh, group of guys. Honestly, they're they're actually quite the characters. Tomoki actually lives in Mexico. He's lived in Mexico. Yeah, that
0: that was He's strange old. for me, man, watching him speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
1: Well, they had you know what it is. They got into a fight with the Japanese commission. They're very, as me and Pete call it, Joe. Very Joe. Very <laughs> like very. Uh, me and Pete have an inside joke. It's called we call it Joe when you're basically over the top, too over the top, too uh, too exaggerated in any ways. And sometimes being Joe is entertaining. You know well, well, uh, it can be entertaining, and uh, you know, like it can be funny to look to, to look at people that are Joe, you know, and the Kamitas, I think, are a bit joe in the way they, they, they approach life. And I think that a conservative country like Japan doesn't take that, and they got into a fight with the Japanese commission, and Tomoki was sent to Mexico to live at fifteen years old. Wow. so Demoki <laughs> so lives in Mexico City. He, he said he planned to move to Las Vegas after the fight uh, with his uh, fiance, they're getting married. Uh, she, he, he's engaged to a Mexican girl that he met out in Mexico uh, but I don't know now well, who knows if plans change now after the defeat who knows maybe if he moves to Vegas or if he stays in Mexico City but uh, still quite the, quite the characters both sides I mean even McDonald's a character McDonald's has a regular job as a plasterer and he continues to go to work he
0: <laughs> just,
1: he's just a hustler. He's, like said, he's not a boxer man. he just makes money, he likes making money uh, he was a pla- he's a plasterer, uh, works some construction and uh, you know he gets to work, but you know, obviously, uh, if he keeps maybe if he keeps winning these kind of fights, he won't need to you won't need to do any kind of blastering anytime soon.
0: <laughs> hey, he's got great work out
2: there. Reminds me of you know Carl Malone, he's a famous basketball player. He would drive a rig in the off season. Well,
0: what yeah. would you do? Drive a what? A oh, rig, a
2: truck. He was a really? trailer, yeah, because he loved it. You know, he well, didn't need he the do? money.
1: Really? True that's, story. That's wow, that's pretty wild. Imagine what you're what on I. Remember I said Malone? that
0: about uh, Andrew Golota. And he was like, Andrew
1: Gowater probably needed the money, bro No,
0: but, <laughs> no, but no, his original plan wasn't to fight He was like, what I'm gonna it? go from Poland to Chicago He's a you know huge Polish community there And he said, I'm just gonna drive a truck And people were like, you know, this guy's out of his fucking mind And then he ended up just fighting, you know <laughs> <And> guys, <laughs> the, he's, balls, the guy. The guy's that took completely out of his mind
1: Yeah, well, maybe he drive the truck now Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know that he <laughs> had any money left from boxing Andrew was uh, quite the character
0: himself <laughs> You got fights tonight? Yes, I'm, I'm, that's why
1: I'm in Los Angeles for tonight. We got Austin Travers, uh, Joey Hernandez, Twinkle Fingers. Uh, you know, he, got, he can always comes to put the good effort in Hernandez, but I don't know that, he, that it's a great matchup with Trout. I think Trout uh, wins it. It's, it's, it's part of the comeback plan for Austin Trout. I do, though, however, like the other fights on TV. There is one fight, and the kid's name is Jorge Lara. He's a Mexican, against this Puerto Rican kid that fought... Uh, say on the uh, Pacquiao Bradley, the first card, the first fight on their card. Uh I forget his name, man. Oh, Rojas. Yeah, last name's Rojas. Last name, yeah, his last name's Rojas. But he's uh he's fighting Jorge Lara and Jorge is undefeated like a big puncher. Uh I mean uh, Jorge, Lara, uh, Jorge Lara is and this kid Rojas, uh from uh, Puerto Rico, is also a really good fighter and uh, you know, uh has, has probably fought the better opposition. I really like this fight on paper, and, and, and judging from the fighter meetings that I had with both guys, they're really up for it. They're really up for it for a lot of reasons. You know, this, this, A win here puts them in the next level of their careers. Also, um, a, a win here, uh, you know, is big because it's Puerto Rico versus Mexico, and that's a huge rivalry in boxing overall. Plus, Lara's with Samson Lechowicz. Samson Lekowicz, if you, know, if you if all of you, those of you that don't know him, is like one of the biggest characters in boxing, and he always brings guys that can fight, even if you never heard of them.
0: And so we asked uh, Lara. The when you don't yeah. want a guy that can fight. Yeah,
1: we asked yesterday Lara <laughs> if, uh, if, and we'll get into that maybe later on about bringing guys that you don't want to fight. And Samson brings guys and then he, they beat your guy. You just you you ask Samson Lakeworks for an opponent. He brings you a guy that knocks out your prospect. That's Samson Lakeworks for you. But anyway, he's got Lara, and uh, we asked Lara if he has a regular job or if he just boxes. And Samson goes, "No, none of my fighters. None of my fighters. They they don't work. No, they." uh... They all have. They all fight. That's why they fight so hungry. So Lara just fights, but Rojas works a 9-to-5 job in Puerto Rico, and he said, you know, this job, this fight was so big from it, his, his boss let him off for six weeks, and maybe if he wins, he won't have to work so much, you know? So, interesting fight. Both guys can fight. Both, both guys can punch a little bit, and uh, both guys have a lot on the line, so really, really, I like this fight. It's not the main event tonight. The main event is Austin trouble because of name recognition, but I think the best fight on this card is the, the fight between these two junior featherweights tonight.
0: Yeah, it sounds like maybe they'll steal on. the show.
2: What, yeah. time, what time is that fight on?
1: Um, Eastern time, I think it's on at nine o'clock. 9 Pacific o'clock, time, yeah. six o'clock. Fox Sports One. And then there's uh, two prospects fighting each other. Uh, Fabiano, uh, uh, something Fabiano. I think this guy's last name is Fabiano, but he's fighting. Now. I met Biali, who's a pretty really, uh, pretty good puncher from what I'm hearing. Um, Fabiano is twelve and two. He's a Brazilian guy, and El is eleven and zero with ten knockouts. Uh, he's got a pretty interesting story too, so uh, you know, decent, decent scraps. I, I like the two junior featherweights. It's probably my favorite fight on the card tonight. Trout, we'll see how he comes comes back and continues to improve. Um, and uh, that's it. I mean, overall, decent card though. You know, it's uh, it's a, it's, a, it's, you know, you got your It's like the old Tuesday night fights. You remember the old Tuesday night fights on USA Network? Absolutely. They weren't. They weren't King Kong versus King Kong, but they were still fighters that were hungry. Either a lot guys of good fighters low.
0: came up on that network. Yeah.
1: Either fighters that fell off from the top, trying to get back to the top, or fighters that were had yet to reach the top, on the verge of getting there, and then needing to win on this on that network, you know. So I think this uh, this card reminds me of the old Tuesday night fights, and we're going to try to have that same effect here on PBC on FS1 with these Tuesday night fights. Um, and try to bring back that same kind of a, kind of ca- kind of a brand to this to this version of it with uh, PBC on on FS1. So we'll see. I I think it's a nice card. And I will see how it plays
0: out. That's great. And then uh obviously What well,
2: yeah, what are you doing next weekend? You got any plans? Saturday?
1: So, hey, well tomorrow morning I fly to Vegas. I right. got the um the
0: I lot got stuff uh, going on. Fight week
1: Yeah, I got I got the the Mayweather fight this weekend. So I go to Vegas tomorrow.
2: Is this the quietest you've ever heard before of a Mayweather fight? Yes it is.
1: It is, mm-hmm. but I got to be honest with you, man. I mean, sometimes it's quiet before the storm. You got to be, be careful with Andre Berto. Granted, okay, you know, so he's not he – maybe he's got his best dates behind him. Berto still has an explosiveness to him, and he's still is a good fighter, and he's a two-time world champion. And Mayweather is not exactly a spring chicken. So it's a fight for me. still interesting. And plus, you know what? I like Badu Jack versus George Groves. I think it's a really good fight. Oh, hell yeah. Oleno's, Roman Martinez versus Oleno Salido. You know, Salido's always in a good fight.
0: Those, those, those are great fights.
1: Those are good fights, you know. So it's I not can't like, wait for that. You know, Jack you know uh May with a burdo, maybe on paper you don't like it because you're coming off May with a Pacquiao, but come come on, bro. Is it really gonna be worse than May with a Pacquiao? Uh, Nothing can be worse than May with a Pacquiao. First round so. be
2: better than the whole twelfth.
1: Yeah. So and, and Jack versus Groves is a fight I'm really I'm really looking forward to. So uh you know, we'll uh, we'll see. So I I I I'm excited about this card. And then next week I'm back off. Uh, I'm hey, back off to Pittsburgh right on Sunday to what next as one show.
0: Go ahead, what you know how like I'm I'm very superstitious. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, uh, uh, Prince Nassim uh, would come in and then flip over the ropes, mm-hmm. and then he somebody threw a beer at him, and then he, he couldn't get his grip, and he didn't flip yeah. over the ropes, and he, and he lost. He's gonna and, lose and
1: he lost, yeah. He didn't
0: uh, do a flip. Mayweather, the first time in his career, he's allowing people to show his sparring. Really? Because, yeah. we know, that's, that's usually forbidden. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: But now he's, like, showing his sparring. I, I wonder if, like, there's any way that he's, like... Maybe yeah, well. I mean, listen, Floyd's Floyd, and that's why he is where he is. But if there's any way he's taken Andre Berto the slightest bit, you know, lightly, mm-hmm. we'll he odd, could, we'll he could, odd could odd get his slide. chin checked, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Berto has the speed, the explosiveness, and you know, the ability. To hit you, I mean, right. people a few are gonna years say, oh, "How are you gonna say that?" Pacquiao don't have it. Paco just had speed, and he and he didn't have intelligence behind it. I think berto with uh, the intelligence of Virgil Hunter behind him a little bit, you know, can maybe create those traps. Plus, again, Mayweather gets a little older every day, you know. Right. So, so I'm not gonna sit here telling you, "Oh, you know what? Berto's uh, gonna win the fight." But at 16 to one on the dog, 15 to one. Wait, not worth the shot. He's not worth the shot to put a little bit of money on. Come on, you gotta be honest. For all
2: your locksmiths out there 16-1 on Andre Berto I hit Steam yeah. Rockman 15-1 to 1 against Lennox Lewis <laughs>
0: Boom and How'd that turn out? It
2: turned out very well
0: oh. Yes sir <laughs> <A very laughs> Joe, In Johannesburg Oh
2: yeah It was awesome
1: Alright So what else is going on? That's it We're No more fights So uh, that's this weekend And then uh,
2: if, if Berto wins that fight That's the biggest upset Since Buster Douglas If Berto wins that fight It's uh, <laughs> damn near you close to say, it yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. You can say that <laughs>
2: He's he's got this style that can give him some It's the biggest upset since the fight you just mentioned. That's what you're talking
1: about. Since fucking Rockman and Lewis. Lewis.
0: Yeah. And uh, also, Kid Chocolate uh, is fighting the same day as Floyd. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's fighting a little 2 an fight to get ready for Danny Jacobs at the end of the year.
0: Right. Um, Listen, honestly, if you look, uh, all the fans out there, if you follow PBC on Instagram, mm -hmm. recently they posted their September schedule. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It's Mm -hmm. like... Like you could overdose on boxing. Yeah, it's it's crazy how many how many shows they're putting on in September. Yeah, and that's great, man. That's great. It's awesome, and that was without the Floyd fight because Floyd fight is on Showtime pay per view. Yeah, So
1: exactly. it's like
0: it's ridiculous. It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, we got twenty sixth. Uh, Omar Figueroa returns and Deontay Wilder return as well. Right. First on NBC Sports. NBC. Oh. Anyway,
0: um, that's that. What do we have? Think, uh, oh, like I was saying, man. You know. In the sports world Obviously football's coming up We spoke about that um, You know the Islanders coach that, that ran that dynasty His name Al Arbor Remember him? Yeah I mean we were young But um, yeah. He passed away like a few weeks ago He didn't get any mention I know we're Ranger fans And I hate the Islanders But That yeah. was like I thought that was pretty messed up
1: Yeah yeah The no, guy led like a dynasty
0: And nobody even but, like Spoke but about it. Led a dynasty
1: I mean. Like one of the greatest dynasties In, in professional sports uh, The Islanders of the early to mid 1980s And uh Rest in peace, Al Arbor. Who knew that when that dynasty ended, he would never see the Islanders win another championship, yeah. or even after his time. But uh, Al Arbor passes away. The Islanders have yet to win a championship since those glory days. Rest in peace, Al Arbor.
2: I saw a little story about so, him. He said he also revolutionized the game in some ways. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not that familiar with it, but All right, me either. But yeah, rest yeah. In peace. Well, rest
0: in I'll
1: peace. tell you what. I was a very strong islander team. So it was four in a row, Whatever, right? whatever they, row. whatever he did, it worked, and it might have revolutionized a lot of stuff for the future. But the Islanders have never been the same since then. They actually have a pretty good team now. They're starting to come together but, uh, for the first time. They actually look threatening since those days. Even,
0: even in, in even in
1: '93 when they made the conference finals. Let's face it, they weren't supposed to make the conference finals, you know? So, so uh, this is this, they're going into a season this year, I think, with the most expectation since maybe. Those glory island days, you
2: know. So yeah, we'll let's make some let's make football predictions since this is the last show before the season starts. Who's gonna win the Super Go Bowl?
1: Go for it. We'll leave Peter locksmith to, to give the, the Super Bowl predictions.
2: Yeah, who's gonna be in the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, New England's always the Super in Bowl. Super let's
1: Bowl. see the let's see the first game of the year first.
2: No, we gotta make you gotta do before the season. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead, Peter. Su- well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you New England's gonna be in it. <laughs> um, well, this is the thing. If he's gonna, if he's gonna be able to deflate the ball against my boy Andrew Luck, again, you know that's that's the issue. If he can't, uh, I could see Andrew Luck going. Colts. Yep. Every year he gets closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Green Bay lost the receivers
0: The receivers, are Nelson yeah. well, Cobb is hurt too But they got Cobb back He's is hurt your he
2: has got, he, got this
1: football shit We already talked about The deflate gate already They <laughs> got this football shit What about Shannon Briggs Let's go champ He just won his fight He just won his, fight. Just won his comeback fight Who Shannon you Briggs Who do he beat? It's Mike Marone
2: oh,
0: oh, Two
1: yeah. rounds Let's go champ
0: Let's
2: He's go trying to champ.
1: get
2: Vladimir I Oh that. I think he'll kill Val Vladimir <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, I don't, I don't think he was Vladimir. But you, wanna, you know what I want to see? I want to see him show up at the final uh, the final pre-fight press conference with Vladimir and Tyson Fury <laughs> and try to steal the thunder from Tyson Fury. You know Tyson Fury had at the press conference with Vladimir abused him too. But I want to see Shannon Briggs show up, and then Tyson Fury and Shannon Briggs can get into it instead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir them both see. in the same night. Yes, yeah. sir.
1: Also, yeah. European yeah. Cup qualifiers. Italy beat Malta. Uh, there were yes. some games yesterday. And I get to keep track of all of them. But you know what I did notice? The Netherlands will not make the European Cup next year. Why? So I, that's why I noticed. They are in fourth or fifth place. They are nine points out from the qualifying spot, and they are not going to make it. There's not enough games. The Netherlands will not be in Euro 2016. Wow! Yes, sir. Coming off the back-to-back World Cups they came off of.
0: That's crazy.
1: The the, the group with the Netherlands is the, the top of the, the top of the group is Iceland and Czech Republic. Iceland has had themselves a very good qualifying campaign. They even they even beat the Netherlands twice. They beat the Netherlands in Iceland, and they beat the Netherlands in in in, uh, in Holland as well uh, during the qualifying campaign. Uh, so it looks like out of that group, Czech Republic and uh, and Iceland have all but quenched it. The rest of the groups are still kind of wide open. Italy is uh, leading their group, but they have uh, Croatia and Norway hot on their heels, uh, right behind them. England's going to be in it, it. Looks like England and uh, I think Switzerland is in their group. England's going to be in it. Uh, they seem like they're uh, they're far enough ahead where they qualified. Uh, Republic of Ireland is right out of a qualifying spot. I forgot what group they're in, but they're just just outside of it. Hopefully they get into it because you know we got to give love to all the UK countries, and uh, we'll see. So that's, uh, that's that. Absolutely. All right, we let's wrap it up, today. guys, because I got to get ready. I got to go to rehearsal. since so it's Fox Sports One show tonight.
0: All right, boss. Break a leg.
2: All right, fellas. You got it. You guys gonna wrap it up? Or I'm gonna let you go, and you guys wrap no, it up. No, this is it, man. This, this is it. This,
1: this is, it. is it. All right, folks. We're glad we're back. What episode was this? Was this twenty? Twenty one. 21, episode 21, Brooklyn to the World. We were happy to be back. I couldn't wait. On your, uh, what, are we, what are they, they listen to us on? The radio? What are they listen to us on?
0: Yeah, their phones.
1: On their phones? Computers. We're happy iTunes. to be back. On your tablet? Or the tablets? Is that what they call tablets? Exactly. Tablet. Play. It. Play that, whatever. Well, what do you put on? Play that your computer, your tablet. What do you put it on? That's whatever, what I'm trying to say. We're happy stuff. to bring you our show on whatever gadget you are listening to. us on. How about that one? Gadget. All right. Gadget. Episode 21. <laughs> Tune in next week. We're gonna we're gonna try not to skip any more weeks. Last week we were on holiday, as you great people in the UK call it. So uh, we'll be back next week. Play that. It. iTunes. Paulie Malinaji, Peter Card. Seth Nyman Brooklyn to the world. Check us out again next week. Later.